0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Lower Education. We're back from our long summer break. I'm joined, as always, by my lovely co-host, who's very tan and fit now, Rob Thompson.
1: I wish I could say that after a summer break, I would usually come back tan, but that has never been the case for me. So um, it's still pale boy hours uh, these days.
0: It's been pale boy hours for me
1: for twenty three years. Yep, I'm in the same boat, and uh, as most, uh, at least you know, K through twelve, um, if you were a part of the gifted program, not to brag, I was. There was usually there would usually be some summer work due at the end of a summer break, but um, being the piece of shit that I am and was also, I did not do those summer assignments, so. Professor Tronowski, if you had anything assigned to me, it was not completed.
0: Uh, I mean, it's okay. My summers are dedicated to debauchery. Um, It's like when you go to see the, uh, I'm not sure if you, I mean, your your dad worked in the public school system, so you might've seen this, but it's like, if you ever go out in public and see one of your teachers and they're like just drunk or like way out in their element, (laughs) that was me. That was me for the entire summer break
1: respect yeah my whole family is in education uh pretty much so yeah it was always weird to see them turn off the teacher mode and then go into the drinking mode so uh yeah man that uh that in school versus out of school visual of teachers uh it's a pretty uh shocking one when you first experience it oh yeah
0: teachers are people too
1: barely but yeah (laughs) we'll, we'll work through that Gotcha. Love wow. you, mom and dad.
0: <laughs> we're we're entering the twenty third grade, which I um I accidentally named our last episode part twenty three instead of part twenty two. So mm-hmm. this is gonna be uh grade twenty three part two. Um, hey, and if,
1: so, we so, so we failed the last grade.
0: No, it's just it's just a continuation. It's a master's program, a little okay. like, two year kind of deal.
1: Yeah, a little three semester kind of deal.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, so at this point, I'm uh, I'm dead. Um, but the good news is, so I died at the end of grade tw- twenty grade twenty three part one uh, on the last day at like eleven mm-hmm. fifty eight p.m. Mm-hmm. So that's technically how it ended. But I was resuscitated. What um, roughly six minutes later. Um, and I've dev- decided to abandon my uh, my my plan to overthrow Dan Snyder of the Washington football team and, uh, my relationship with Lindsay Lohan and, uh, Elena Deladon and, uh, I'm, I I just need to get back to my roots and, uh, that's why I'm dedicating all my time to Accenture Federal Services in the senior analyst position.
1: (laughs) Well, let me be the first one to say welcome back. Um... That's very big of you to put your Dan Schneider beef behind you,
0: and relationship with Lindsay Lohan and my child with Elena Deladon. The child's in the rearview mirror. It's it's no longer. Part I don't of my agree
1: life. with the decision for the child to be in the rearview mirror. Not because um, I don't support deadbeat fathers, but because didn't we uh, didn't we say that the kid was uh, some coding genius, and we're just going to leave oh. that money on the table?
0: I mean, I'll honestly let you take it over, but uh, I need to be the best senior analyst I can be. I, I, forgot,
1: I forgot at the end of last episode I agreed to take over the business.
0: Yeah, you did.
1: All right, never mind. Uh, Stay out of my business.
0: All righty, so uh, how's it going for you now?
1: Well, this is super awkward because in grade 23, post at least rumors of Matt Trinowski's death, I decided that I would wed his widow. And so now this is a super awkward conversation that we have to have of uh, my, my new love triangle with Lindsay Lohan and Elena Deladon. Um, once again, I did it under the assumption you were dead. I took over your son's business. And now I'm actually in the good graces of Dan Schneider and the Washington football team. So um, this is a really awkward conversation.
0: Listen, okay. I'm not mad. I'm I'm not <laughs> mad and I'm not disappointed either. But I I do have some questions. Yes. Um one, did she ever talk about how small it is down there?
1: You know what? I wanted to respect your legacy and uh and what you left behind, so you know, we never we never crossed that line.
0: Thanks for not talking about my 2-inch penis, man. That's really huge of you.
1: Um, I got you, dog.
0: Also, did they approach you, uh, as a, as a pair or was it one-on-one or did you approach them or did it, did it just happen naturally?
1: I think between the, the, the phone calls, checking in and Elena picking her child up from the, uh, the academy, the, the coding academy. You know, just a lot of, you know, bumping into each other, the grocery store just kind of happened naturally.
0: Okay. Well, just now, you know, I'm, uh, now that I'm a senior analyst around town, I'm, I'm still going to be at, uh, most of her Washington mystics games. And, uh, and, you know, if, if I catch her eye one day when, uh, when I'm getting a fit off, you know, I got my cargo shorts on and everything, you know, something happens. I'm not going to apologize.
1: And you know what? I will respectfully take myself out of the equation.
0: Thank you, thank you. You're a kind. You're a kind, gentleman, Robert.
1: How how many grades are we gonna? Is this storyline gonna go to, to the rest of time?
0: Uh, TBD. TBD. We'll find we out in the next grade. <laughs> um. So, um, that's a solid update. Um, so the actual topic today has to do with France um, and France specifically in the late 1700s <laughs> and a man with a very large appetite or should I say a boy with a very large appetite um, Rob um, what what's the largest like you've ever ate in one sitting or just like one day? ooh.
1: I mean let's throw out like Thanksgiving that's too yeah
0: that's yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm talking like Most it what eaten. what you did was socially unacceptable or let me let's rephrase it have you ever participated in a food challenge
1: uh I don't think so I don't think so but there have been multiple days, like in high school, where there were multiple stops to fast food restaurants, and within those multiple stops, there were multiple like sandwiches and burgers ordered, and that was looking back, that was a gross amount of food going in my body. Um, well, I, honestly, no, no. I'll t- I'll, t- I'll tell you what. Freshman year of college, I pretty much every single day, it was a gross amount of food, and that's how I gained thirty five pounds. My freshman year of college, um, so yeah, so yeah, let's 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 go back to the days of while uh, one individual day, maybe not even the worst thing, but perpetually eating like like my own mixture of Frosted Flakes and cinnamon toast crunch in the same bowl for breakfast, and then like also getting like eggs and bacon, and then for lunch having like a fucking thick ass pasta, and then just like topping it off with like if it was like a Tuesday a five dollar pizza. From Domino's, like yeah, that's pretty. That's that's pretty fucking gross. And guess Jeez. what? My body reflected it.
0: <laughs> that, I mean, that's that's pretty fair. Uh, there are definitely some like Bolton days. Uh, yes, that's for yeah. The, that's where it Those happened. that don't know the the dining hall at UGA, where you know, first few months of college, you get a little too crazy. Um, in general, I don't think I've ever c- completed a, a food challenge. However, like. Every Thursday in high school, uh, the local restaurant would do all you can eat wings. And we would always go like after practice, and my friend group was like really poor at planning. Um, and so we'd always go like late, and so I'd always eat dinner like first because I'm like, I don't know if we're gonna go. And like sure enough, <laughs> every Thursday we went, so I'd have two dinners every Thursday of high school and then the second was all you can eat wings.
1: That's pretty excessive and uh But also respectful. Respectable, I guess.
0: Um, So I'm going to talk about a man who could put us both to shame. Joey Chestnut. Um, Joey Chestnut could put us both to shame. But this man could maybe even put Joey Chestnut to shame. You watch your mouth. Um, So I'm going to talk about a man named Tarare. It's spelled T-A-R-R-A-R-A. Tarare. Um, So. I honestly, like, did a lot of research and I couldn't find anything about his, like, real name or anything. So, is uh, this kid that's just born to, like, a poor French family. And he's just hungry all the time. And uh, by his teens, he could eat a quarter of a cow weighing more than him in an entire day and still be hungry
1: so quarter of a cow how are we get i mean how is this measured like do they cut- do they kill and cut up the cow that day like what's the uh, why is that our unit of measure
0: i think uh i mean that's a it's a very pre moon unit of measurement
1: sure, very true, very true, yeah, you said seventeen hundreds yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess they were just kind of eyeballing it. Like, that's <clears throat> that's probably a quarter of a cow there.
0: Yeah. It's like uh, one of those things where they'd put, like, uh, like the Indiana Jones bag of sand in one hand. And then, like, they'd look at the cow. And then, like, they those things don't add up at all. But they'd be like, yeah, that's a quarter. Yep.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm following. Um,
0: so... Ferrara's parents, I mean these are these are like poor French uh, like peasants. Um so they can't provide for him. So they kick him out of their home, which is honestly like it's obviously very sad that he got kicked out of his home and like they sound like bad parents because it's like oh we couldn't put food on the table, but it's like you literally can't just like get an entire cow every you day can't. and it's like yeah, we we kicked him out. He wouldn't stop eating. Like you tell another parent that, and you're like, seriously, you piece of shit. And you're like, no, 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 no. It's it's different.
1: <laughs> if you think it's so bad, give us your cow. We're happy to yeah. feed him if that's the case.
0: Speaking of, I noticed there were a few cows on the way in. Uh, are those just like free range, or yeah, they, what's, uh, the,
1: uh, what's the deal there?
0: Um. So he steals, or he goes home. And he uh, decides to kind of like roam the country, um, touring with like a uh, like thieves and prostitutes and like being like a warm up act for like snake oil salesmen and stuff, and uh, and just like eating things like cork stones, live animals. He would like uh, do he would eat like entire baskets of apples at once and like go crazy, which like. It's kind of crazy to think that like someone's going somewhere to like see like the prostitutes and like think about purchasing one. This guy comes out, just eats a bunch of rocks and mice, and you're still like, <laughs> I I need to have sex after seeing that. To say,
1: <laughs> fellas, for the prostitute it is uh, it is ten gold coin for twelve total. You can watch the fat kid eat things while you. Do it. <laughs>
0: Well, so the crazy thing about Tarare is he was not fat. He actually, he was slim and of average height, and he weighed about 100 pounds.
1: So, what you're telling me is, the kid had worms.
0: So, here's like, here's what's even crazy. It's like, he definitely didn't have, I mean, he obviously had some intestinal issues and whatnot, um, but... He like he, the thing is like you can tell he didn't have worms because his like body was like built for this. Like he had, he could fit an entire dozen of eggs in his mouth at once. His mouth was so big, it was like what? a snake. He could like unhinge his jaw.
1: Yeah, just gonna go ahead and say, don't believe it. Don't, don't believe, believe it. it. That's 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 French folklore. That is just not true.
0: Twelve, 12- so, although.
1: Yeah. I how many how many could you fit in your mouth right now?
0: Okay. So my my problem here is like I think if you got the like I don't know, maybe I'll make a video of trying to do it. Oh god. <laughs> I I think the problem is like I would accidentally like bite down. Um but I think I could do 3. Uh I'm
1: oh sorry, I'm opening my mouth. Uh Uh, I don't know. I think, I think at best,
0: at best
1: three, but I,
0: I'm leaning two. I think actually, dude, I'm getting a little more confident now. I think I can do four. I'm, I want to see this. All right. Well, we might have to make it happen. (laughs) I think I have some eggs that have gone bad. Regardless,
1: Regardless. Oh God, that's disgusting. Yes, please do it with those. Um, I'll send you some more if you need them. Um, Thanks. Just think about this, though. You said you're feeling confident at four. Imagine someone's mouth being big enough to do eight more. That just doesn't sound realistic.
0: Well, so people said he would do it with apples. He would do it with all kinds of things. He could swallow like huge things at once.
1: Okay. For the sake of the lesson, I'll believe it.
0: So, um, oh, here, here we go. His mouth was roughly four inches between his jaws when his mouth was fully extended. I don't know if that's like up or, regardless, that's pretty large, but I don't know if that's like up or across because I think across, like my mouth is probably like two inches. Yeah, I'm doing it again. Opening my mouth this is great content you
1: have me yeah i just feel like an idiot like uh um
0: and so anyways so he had like a huge mouth his lips are almost invisible and when he hadn't eaten he'd get like incredibly hungry and his skin would be like hang very loosely so that he could like fold his skin around his waist and when he was full his like stomach could balloon up to, like, as as large as it needed to. Huh. And in in a shock to absolute no one, he smelled horrible all the time. Uh, yep, yeah,
1: that makes sense. That makes sense.
0: Apparently, you just couldn't be within, like, 50 feet of him, which is a remarkably long amount of... I, I mean,
1: what do you think it was? Like, the root cause? Like, I mean, I'm sure if you're eating, like, a quarter of a cow in the 1700s, like, that just simply can't smell okay. Like, or is it... Oh. Or is yeah. it, like, it's the fact that like, he took massive shits or, and terrible farts? Like, what's the deal Well,
0: there? yeah, he also had a lot of gas and some, some, some diarrhea and whatnot uh that was chronic. But the thing is, like, it's well known that everyone back then smelled awful all the time. Like... <laughs> To be the guy who smells so bad that no one can go year near you in the time where like modern sanitation is like, Yeah, I took two showers this year. It was a good year. Like that, <laughs> that that's that's really bad.
1: Well also going back to the the prostitute thing, it's like, hey, we have a two shower a year lady over here, but first the opening act is the worst smelling guy in the in the closest five countries.
0: Yeah, also if you're one of the prostitutes who's like, all right, we we need a warm up act. There's just this like little ch- like child like thing or running around eating rats, he's like definitely smelling a thing. awful. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's a thing. And you're just like, "Listen, I think we're going to bring in a lot of business." Honestly, dude, now that I think about it, it's not a bad idea because if if a bunch of my boys were like, say say we're looking uh, we're not necessarily looking for a prostitute but we could be persuaded uh, but like I think if someone was like hey there's this guy around the corner who's eating rocks and whatnot <laughs> I, think it, <laughs> I think me and a lot of my boys like a, like we would just go like big monkey brain and we would just be like yeah I want to see this dude eat some rocks like why would I not <laughs>
1: That, that's a fair point.
0: I think you're honestly, you're getting a pretty big draw with that now that I think about (laughs) it. There's a dude eating rocks around the corner. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, it's, uh, it's the 1700s. So, you know, uh, why don't you just go ahead and get a prostitute? Which is, you know, honestly, that's, (laughs) I don't know why the time frame has any time, like anything to do with whether you're not, you're getting it really. But anyways, um. So, uh, yeah. Uh, the thing that's, uh, that's crazy about this guy, uh, Terrare is he would, um, he was incredibly hot to the touch all the time and super sweaty. I'm um, sure
1: his body was just trying to operate at a level unknown <laughs> to mankind just to stay alive.
0: Um, and like, uh, <clears throat> When he, after after he would eat, like, he'd eat so, like, ravenously that he would just, like, uh, his eyes would become bloodshot and, like, visible vapor would rise off his body.
1: Oh, that's absolutely disgusting. <laughs> you you don't like this? Well, like, honestly, I'd almost prefer it if, it, if he was fat. Because I can kind of see that more. Like, I'm just trying to, pi- I'm just picturing some, like small skinny kid just bloodshot eyes steaming and just smelling like shit like that just doesn't add up
0: um yeah no it definitely is like uh (laughs) you're like uh like we were saying earlier like imagine like that's your kid but imagine this is your roommate in college like i know people who have who had some, like, weird roommates, this would be a wild one to have. Yeah? He'd be the one. Oh, yeah. Um. So. Essentially, like, uh, the war, like, I think it's, it says the War of the First Coalition. I think that's, uh, technically, like, part of the French Revolution. I could be very wrong. But, uh, maybe maybe another topic and so he um joins the french army where he essentially like uh, obviously there are not enough rations for him to get satisfied so um he essentially like is like eating trash from like the gutters and whatnot and eating scraps and uh, he doesn't have enough food, so he has to go to the military hospital because of exhaustion. And while he's there, uh, Dr. Corville and Pierre-Francois Percy, who is a surgeon, decide that they want to, you know, see how much this guy is going to eat. And, like, <laughs> hey,
1: this guy is dying. Let's, let's start running some tests on him. Let's yeah. start conducting oh, yeah. science experiments.
0: So, they prepared a meal for fifteen people, um, and it included uh, it was uh, two large meat pies, plates of grease and salt, which sounds horrific, and uh, four what? gallons of four gallons of milk, and uh, they like let Tarare eat he eats all of it like super quickly. And then just like falls asleep. Okay. And they're, yeah, they're like, uh, we, we we got something on, on our hands here. We need to run some experiments. So they start just feeding this guy random stuff. Um, and essentially they are just seeing, you know, what this guy will do. So a notable one is uh, he one time swallowed an entire eel without chewing, having crushed its head f- first with his teeth. Um, oh, my God. He would eat a lot of uh, snakes, lizards, and puppies. Puppies? Yes, puppies. Oh, wow. And oh. one time they presented him with a live cat, and he tore the cat's abdomen open with his teeth, drank its blood, and proceeded to eat the entire cat. That's not, from a person, bones, not a person, man. This dude's not a person.
1: This was a demon placed on this earth
0: to destroy. Then, then vomited up its fur and skin. So he literally <clears throat> coughed up a hairball, as a cat would, after he ate a cat. What? what
1: <laughs> i don't have I, I, i'm just kind of at a loss for words here like this dude like i mean i don't know what the pet situation looked like in france in the 1700s but did people not have pets like, like so is, is there a my... morality like line that he just didn't have like was this all some big popularity contest where he's like if i eat people will like me what's the deal
0: so, I, I guess, kind of, to jump ahead, jump ahead, there are, like, um, there are theories about... Uh, what, the Antichrist? Like he, <laughs> probably. Honestly, it's a miracle that, in a pre-moon world, this man was not burned at the stake within, like, two hours it's of existence. definition of a witch. Literally. Like, uh, par for the... Like, I mean... If you saw this guy today, you'd be like, "Listen, I know we're supposed to be like accepting and whatnot, but this guy's a freak. Like this is this is not gonna fly." I'm I mean, sorry. How much
1: how much do you think it would take him to eat a small child? He could do it.
0: We're gonna get there. Oh my god! So um, <laughs> no, I guess I guess in the one thing in his defense in the case of him eating the the puppies and whatnot here is this is just what the doctors were presenting him with
1: so it not only was it a an experiment of how far they could push the limits of the human body but it was like how shitty of a person is this like how far is he willing to go just to satisfy his hunger Will he eat a puppy? Will he eat a cat?
0: I man. think, I, personally, I have the biggest qualm with the eel. That that That's wild.
1: I have no qualms with the eel, man, because I've seen that before. Like, you know, people who are able just to down a hot dog without um,
0: yeah, chewing, yeah. and then
1: they can, like, force it back up on command. Like, dude. I don't yeah. think
0: you understand how big eels are, though.
1: But... I'm sure his stomach, it was so expanded at this point that that eel could just go straight down the gullet and then just kind of like almost kind of coil, fold back and just fit in there. I think, I think we're good on the eel.
0: Okay, okay. Um, so a quote from uh, Dr. Uh, Pierre-Francois Percy is he said, the dogs and cats fled in terror at his aspect as if they had anticipated the kind of fate he was preparing for them. Oh, my God. And I like how also it's like, what were the physicians expecting after they saw him like eat a couple of these? Like, you know, like, what are you trying to gain at this point? You know what I mean?
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's like, okay, Can we send him back to war now or has he been honorably discharged and we can just start feeding him a hat if we want to?
0: Um, yeah, so speaking of return to war, essentially, um, they, they want to get like Torare back to war, but essentially the Dr. Corville is like, I want to keep like conducting these experiments. Um, so he had to come up with like a solution to how he could get Torare to keep eating. Uh, but ...still, like, serve the military. Yeah, and still, still be success. functional. Yeah. So, he approaches the general with the proposition that Terare can be a spy. So, what they do is they put a message inside a wooden box. And then they have Tarare eat the wooden box... Only to uh, pass said box, and when he when they tested it, the message within the box was still in legible condition.
1: No way. <laughs> How big's the box?
0: That's I. I did a lot of research on that, and uh, it is like it, no one really knows. But I mean. Any size wooden box, it's not great, especially coming out the other end.
1: Yeah, that's what I was worried about. <laughs> um, like for the people he's, like for the people he's, you know, giving the message to, like today, just kind of got like sit behind him, like okay, let's make sure this box doesn't go anywhere.
0: Yeah, uh, I. Uh... I think in that case you're like uh, you know um you, you just give me the note once uh <laughs> once it's uh ready you know I don't need the whole box and
1: okay so uh, they couldn't just tell Terry what to tell these folks
0: <laughs> Yeah I guess that's uh I mean <laughs> I did well the thing is so Uh, part of it was like, they didn't want him to have the information or like, uh, so I guess they were like, oh, if he, I don't know. Uh, you, you seem kind of right, (laughs) but, um, so anyways, uh, the general who like, uh, it is proposed to is like, all right, like I'll, I'll go with this but i need to like be proven that he can like eat anything and like pass it or else i'm not going to like just go let you keep doing your experiments so the um the general or the doctor gathers all the commanders of the army of the rhine And uh, puts a wheelbarrow full of thirty pounds of raw meat in front of him, which he entirely ate. And after that successful demonstration, uh, he became officially employed as a spy of the Army of the Rhine.
1: Wow, thirty pounds of raw meat.
0: Talk about (laughs) talk about job interviews, right there. Seriously,
1: I mean, like, why? Why is that the criteria for just shoving a tiny box in his mouth?
0: Yeah, also couldn't they have just been like, yeah, eat the box. I yeah, eat see the box,
1: it. dude. Like, but instead, you see, that's the thing. It wasn't, that wasn't a test to see if he could do it. That was just a bunch of generals and commanders just, just wanting to show. Like, hey man, the war's been pretty tough on all of us. What if I could present you with a dude who can eat 30 pounds of raw meat on the spot?
0: <laughs> yes. Like, it just goes back to guys being dudes. Like, the general comes in, he goes, you want to see a guy eat 30 pounds of meat? Yeah, yo, is sure. That, dude, right.
1: Yo, was that the kid who ate rocks the other weekend when I was trying to buy a prostitute?
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, to be fair, like, I wonder, like, how many pounds of meat does Joey Chestnut eat? Great question. Um, let's Google this. How many pounds of meat... Can Joey Chestnut eat? So, he... Let's see. Let's see his records. Okay. A lot of these are like speed. Um, It says in
1: 2019, after he competed in the hot dog contest, he gained 24 pounds.
0: Jesus Christ. Um, oh, my God. This is ridiculous. Um,
1: Dude, speaking of which, I had a hot dog for the first time the other day. Not for the first time. For the first time in a long time. Those things still slap. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic.
0: I got one at uh, the DC United game the other day, and it was good, but it was kind of horseshit because the only condiment they had was mustard. Yeah, no, no, gotta go ketchup. Well, I like mustard. On, I like mustard and ketchup on a dog.
1: Um, I'm, I'm I'm pretty much only ketchup unless I can really dress it up, like go chili, cheese, little pickles, onions. But that's fair.
0: Um. Okay, so the the largest quantity of food I've been able to find is he ate 17.7 pounds of cow brains. Ugh. Or actually that's that that's Kobe Kobayashi that did that, but still.
1: He ate 15 pounds of Big Macs <laughs> in 38 minutes. Damn. This kid was, dude, this dude Terrari walked so Joey Chestnut could fly,
0: for sure. Dude, this guy—maybe he was just born in the wrong lifetime. Seriously, wrong era, man. Just kidding. He was—he never should have been born. Um.
1: <laughs> he is the—he is a demon child. He should have been put out.
0: Um, so they decide to give Terrari this this box, and um, essentially they. Disguise him as a German peasant and tell him to go cross Prussian lines. Um, so, he's like, it's going well on everything. And then immediately, some German people confront him. And he just doesn't know how to speak German. So, immediately, they're like, this guy's a spy. Which is honestly, like... The the idea is good and whatnot, but it's just they they left out a major piece of the puzzle <laughs> in the fact that he just couldn't speak the language of where he was going and he's supposed to find a POW. <laughs> I mean it's just he was he was not being set up for success there.
1: <clears throat> no, maybe once again, maybe this is all they wanted to make fun of him, so they had him eat all the meat. And then they put a fake message in his body because they realize this kid's the Antichrist and that he's capable of doing things people shouldn't do. So they just sent him on a suicide mission.
0: Yeah, like uh, the generals, they watched him eat that and they're like, yeah, we need to get rid of this.
1: Well, yeah, and also like they have two options. It's one, continue to feed this man in your army or get rid of him. I, like his parents... And these generals would have gotten rid of him.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I would have just been like, you see you, you see that bear over there? Try and eat that. Let us know how that goes. <laughs> there's, a, there's a challenge for you.
1: Yeah. What do you do when then he, he eats, eats the bear? bear and
0: you, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> You're like, well, shit. Let's just send this guy into battle. Eat whatever you can.
1: Actually eating bullets as they come at him.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Um, So he gets caught and he's taken to like the prison and uh, he refused to betray the mission. But uh, eventually, like uh, after captivity for a while, he finally uh, says what's happened. So he gets chained to a latrine and uh, 30 hours after being swallowed, the box emerged However, the documents didn't say anything and they were just like test documents to be like, if you get this message, like the system works, let's keep using it. Um, So the the people who capture him become furious and uh, the general of the Prussian army puts him uh, on a like the gallows and puts a noose around his neck. But then he just has a change of heart. Beats Terrare up, and then just releases him back to the French lines.
1: Because he realized... The true victory is not having Terrare on your side.
0: Exactly. He's like... The, he can, he should have gotten a double agent and be like, Tarare, I need you to eat all of their rations. We need, we need the, <laughs> the RB to be starving. Exactly. That's exactly what happened. Um... So, Tarare goes back to the military and is like, yeah, I got caught. You you guys didn't really say I needed to speak German if if I was going over there. And uh, essentially, he's not too keen on military service at that point because he's just had a noose put around his neck.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And uh, essentially, he just goes back to the hospital where uh, Dr. Percy and Dr. Corville just... Keep trying to perform experiments on him. So, um, they try like wine vinegar, tobacco, opiates, like different kinds of diets. One of them was just, one diet was just a bunch of soft boiled eggs. Um, and obviously, none of this um, fixed his problems. So, like, at they night, they he were trying would to sne- fix it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. The only one that makes sense is like the opium, really, because I'm pretty sure that that blocks you up. I've heard like hurt.
1: vinegar can like naturally make you like uh, shrink your appetite, but I didn't realize. I thought they were just kind of fucking around.
0: Well, I, I think at that level of science, like in the 1700s, I mean, think about it. They're Everything's like, just trial and error. Yeah, listen, son. You have the flu. Why don't you go do some cocaine, and that should that should fix it right up.
1: Yeah, good point.
0: Um, so uh, he was also caught several times um, within the hospital. So when patients were undergoing bloodletting, he was drinking the blood.
1: Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, That's did he start like the AIDS pandemic? Like, <laughs> well, I guess not, because everyone else's AIDS would just be going into him.
0: Yeah, um, and also I, I don't think anyone is really letting letting him, you know, have yeah. intercourse. It's true. It's true. <laughs> um, and he would just like fight stray dogs for like trash and whatnot, uh, which is better than eating them. So I guess kind of when I think about these accounts, maybe he like only ate the puppy because they starved him and whatnot. Because in these accounts, he just fights them for the trash instead of eating them. A redeemable quality. Thanks for not
1: eating the dogs, Tarari. <laughs> he, he's
0: he's come he's come really far this year. He's he's not eating the dogs anymore.
1: Yeah. yeah, we're just moving the goalposts for what it means to be a good person, apparently. As long as yeah. you don't eat a dog.
0: So um he also attempted to eat the bodies in the morgue.
1: No, he didn't.
0: Yes, he did. And at this point... We have to kill him uh, at this
1: point, right? Like, that's... Well... That's
0: fucked up. So, everyone is, like, incredibly, like, once uh, believes he's, like, mentally ill and needs to go to an asylum. But a bunch of doctors concern like, can conducted, like, psychological trials, which, to be fair, at this point in time, no one really knows how good science is, and it's probably like, oh, you don't, like... Uh, Oh, like uh I don't know, you what is it? You cry too much, so uh yeah, you we we're gonna need to lobotomize you. Um like that's that's the level of science we are talking at. But they, they determine that he's good, like, psychologically. The only thing is he's just super lazy and very hungry.
1: Yeah, but at what point does I feel like even in the worst kind of science does do we not diagnose someone as Bad shit, insane for when they try and eat dead people.
0: Uh, so I think the kind of thing is like they determine like this man's actually just so hungry all the time that he's just doing what he can. I mean, Ugh. okay, um, tough to get so, behind
1: that one, but we'll, I'll try.
0: Finally, uh, one one day, just. Everyone wakes up in the hospital and a uh, a 14-month-old child is missing. No. 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 And Terari said Terari said it was not him and he goes to the doctor to be like, "Hey, like tell him I'm good and I'm I'm not crazy. Like this isn't me." And the doctor's like, "I don't know about that." <laughs> it's just the doctor is like, you You probably ate this child. Um, so, it's... Uh, jury's still out on whether he, he ate the child or not. You can go ahead and determine for yourself based on everything you've heard oh, at this point. Whether whether he, he, he ate that 14-month child or not. Uh, but regardless, he was chased from the hospital at that point.
1: I... What? Like, he definitely, when he, he definitely had the kid. Um, huh. I'm sure, I'm really struggling with this one, man.
0: In what sense?
1: The fact that he ate a child.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, it's not great. <laughs> there's, there's, there's not a lot of jokes here. Did they catch him? Uh, well, they just they just chased him out of the hospital because there was no definitive evidence. Oh, my God. Um, wow. But, you know, you win some, you lose some.
1: <laughs> 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 Couldn't have said it better
0: myself. Yeah. So, this period of life, like, no one really knows what's kind of going on and uh terare's life and then at one point um dr percy gets called to um notify him that one of his patients is now bedridden and weak and it's terare so dr percy goes to see terare because i mean that like he put a lot of work into the research and uh Terrare told Percy that he swallowed a golden fork a few years back and he believed it's lodged inside him and it and was current what's currently killing him. Uh Percy Fair. found that what was killing him was tuberculosis. Huh, okay. Um <laughs> tomato tomorrow. Very very different um you know the tuberculosis the golden fork you know it, it happens. Um so Terarri's just kind of bedridden for a month. And, uh, he eventually dies of, uh, of diarrhea, which, believe it or not, was actually a fairly common cause of death back then. Um... How does that work? You just... Uh, dehydration, essentially. Oh, gosh. Yeah, a lot of people during the Civil War died from it, um, from bad water. Um... Another conversation. That's for the next disgusting episode of this podcast we have. Um, so all of the surgeons at the hospital are like, yeah, we're we're not dissecting this one. They're like, we we don't want to see what's going on inside here. Oh, I, I disagree. Uh, except for one guy. Oof. One guy was like, uh, one guy wanted to, to see, he's like, I, I need some cutlery. There's there's a nice gold fork in there.
1: <laughs> my wife needs
0: uh, new silverware. So, um, yeah. Listen, she, she keeps spending my money, and she's been nagging me for weeks now that she needs a new kitchen set, so I'm gonna go get it.
1: <laughs> Alright, so um, what did the guy find?
0: Finds that his just mouth and gullet are incredibly large in that when you like, if you were to look down his like throat, you can see a track like straight to his stomach. Um, Wow. And he was filled with pus. Uh, His liver and gallbladder were huge and his stomach was enormous. Um, And it filled almost his entire abdominal cavity. And they never found the fork, huh? Um. So yeah, that's the that's, story of Terare. I mean,
1: gee, hey, I mean, I guess R. I. P. But I, I mean, I I wasn't really a big fan of the guy near the end. Um.
0: <laughs> he, at what point did I lose you on the guy?
1: I mean, I was about to say we talk about a lot of bad people on here, but I usually come around to at least like convincing myself to jokingly be in their corner, but. This dude just slowly got worse and worse for me. Um, When did you lose me on him?
0: I think the 12 eggs.
1: 12 eggs, because I think that's bullshit, but I think he lost me when I made a joke about how you could use him to eat a small child, and then you said, we'll get to that.
0: (laughs) That's not usually a good sign for a uh, My question is,
1: how did you find... How'd you find out about Terari?
0: Um, so I, I have sources how I find if, if I, if I don't stumble across a topic naturally on this episode and I have to go to, uh, the, the files, I have to, I have to open the playbook up. I have a couple sources and, uh, this was just a guy I, I stumbled across and, uh, it started off with, uh, I think the description was like, uh, essentially like a French peasant who could like, uh, who could eat like, a, a, like a whole cow in one sitting. And I was like, all right, let's see where this goes. And, uh, <laughs> and here we are.
1: Well, I certainly appreciate your research abilities in bringing the story of Terrari to life. Um... Can't say he's my favorite, but it's, but a uh, but a good lesson all around.
0: Yeah, very interesting. So you know how uh, we we use this podcast to find weird conversation topics. Yep. Next time someone's like uh, someone's like, damn Rob, you really you crushed that meal, and you know you're on a full stomach. Just think about Tarare. And just Seriously. All, just think about his, think about mis- what
1: like what more could I do.
0: Yeah, and then you look over and you see that, that toddler in the booth next to you. <laughs> uh,
1: if someone says, geez, I could eat a horse, you could just say, "Terrari did that and he ate a child at the same time. <laughs>
0: just...
1: So, hey, guess what? That's not a hyperbole anymore. That's just a that's a fact that a human can do that.
0: Yeah, and, or instead of saying, you know, you could eat a horse, be like, I could... Uh... Eat an entire cat and puke up its skin and fur. You know,
1: I could eat a. I'm so hungry. I could eat a bag of rocks for show just to be the opener for a prostitute. <laughs> just, I feel like you'd lose a lot of friends that way. But
0: everyone's like, "Rob, are you good?" You're like, "Yeah, dude. What, what are you talking what's, about?
1: What's going? What? What? I have a podcast. Like, what are you talking about? That's what's weird. What's weird about
0: that? Do you not listen? You're a shitty friend. We're not <laughs> friends anymore. <laughs>
1: Clearly, because if you did, you would understand the extent in which the human body can digest things.
0: Yeah, so getting into our lesson, what what did you learn from this one?
1: What I learned is that Joey Chestnut needs to be put on child-eating watch. At some point, he's going to own all the records, and this is a game for him. And now that we know someone with superhuman eating capabilities can eat a small child i'm officially putting joy chestnut on child eating watch
0: (laughs) sound sounds good i'll have to check the child eating national registry um see if that's a thing i think my yeah what's yours my my lesson is uh you know if you love something let it go because uh The doctors who became obsessed with these experiments on Tarare almost had a lot of dead bodies eaten and had likely a small child eaten. So you know what? In that situation, just let it walk.
1: His parents did.
0: And they probably turned out dead in a few years from disease and famine.
1: But at least they weren't... I was about to say at least they weren't hungry. But I guess you said famine. (laughs)
0: They, They very well could have fed hungry. Well, they were a lot Um, less hungry. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, there we go. That's the story of Terraria. As always, thank you everyone for tuning in. Uh, Like, subscribe, do all that jazz. Me and Rob are going to be a little more consistent about this. And, uh, as always, I'm your host, Matt Schinowski. And, uh, as always, I've been joined by the lovely Rob Thompson. See you guys later. Peace. That was
1: a good one to get back on the.